vibrant, vibrant, vibrant music teaching. Proven and practical tips, strategies, and ideas for, for music, music teachers. This is the Vibrant Music Teaching Podcast. I'm Nicola Canton, and today we're talking about lesson planning. lovely teachers welcome back to the show today over on the blog we have rosemary penner guest posting for us again we all love rosemary and she is sharing her process of planning for the um, studio year so really she's talking about from a calendar level all the way down to week by week check-ins and stuff with progress towards events etc etc now i have covered like calendars and recitals and events like that more recently on the podcast but what I haven't talked about for a little while and I thought would be a good compliment to Rosemary's article is lesson planning. In this episode I'm going to share with you a clip from YouTube about my top three lesson planning mistakes that I think a lot of especially new teachers but also all piano teachers can be guilty of. Mistake number one is just not doing it. A lot of piano teachers think that it's just not possible to do effective lesson planning for their piano lessons. The reason they think this is because we take each student as they come and we need to be able to adapt to what that student needs in the moment and whether they've practiced and whether they haven't. And that is all true. But that absolutely does not mean that you can't plan lessons or that you shouldn't. It is really important to put plans in place, however simple, so that you know where your student is going, you can make their lessons more effective, and you can make them more efficient. You can use your time better if you plan lessons carefully in advance. The second mistake I often see teachers making is that they plan in categories. By this, I mean that teachers are thinking, okay, I've got my improvisation part of the lesson, then I've got my reading part, then I've got the practice part, and then I've got scales, and they're all in these separate boxes. Those things exist, but they need to interlink, and they need to flow into each other in a real lesson. So if your planning is going to be effective and you're going to make the best use of your lesson time, you need to stop thinking about those separate categories and start thinking about connecting the dots and about them all as being moving parts and tools to teach about the other things. For example, if you're going to be introducing a new piece to your student, you can improvise some of the concepts in that. You can take scales that are from that piece. You can explore theory concepts that are relevant to that new piece and what's coming up. So it's not about disjointed, separated parts of a lesson that you have to cram into only a few minutes at a time because there are so many different parts. It's about using the tools you have available to you to teach the things that you need to teach your student in an integrated way. Well, I'm being a bit tongue-in-cheek here, haven't I? Because I told you you have to plan, I told you you need to think about this flow of a lesson, and now I'm telling you not to stick to the plan! What's going on? The thing is, some teachers because they've put all this effort into planning, think that the lesson needs to go exactly to plan or the lesson plan is worthless. And that's just not true. Part of the lesson planning process is about your preparation and your understanding of the student's learning process. Going through that planning, whether you use everything on the plan or not, is valuable. And if you need to throw it out the window, you need to throw it out the window. That's fine. 
It doesn't mean you didn't learn from it. It doesn't mean your student didn't benefit from it. Every time you plan a lesson, you learn something new, even if you end up ignoring that plan once you get into the lesson itself. You learned that that bit wasn't relevant or that you had to do something different. And sometimes, even though you planned something that was effective, it just wasn't right for that student and there's no way you could have known. That doesn't mean it wasn't worthwhile and it is absolutely fine to throw it out the window when you need to. So, don't stick too closely to your lesson plans, but still do the planning and know that it is valuable. I hope you enjoyed that clip, which was originally posted, as I said, on YouTube, and then it gave you some food for thought. Do let me know what you think about these mistakes, whether you're guilty of them or, you know, they're mistakes that you make, but you don't think that they are mistakes and you want to fight with me about it. That's okay, too. You can come find me on Instagram. We're at Colourful Geese. If you liked this episode, you would absolutely love Viper Music Teaching Membership. We have the support and the training you need to take your teaching further. Join us today by going to vmt.ninja and signing up.